What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? We got another great show for you again this week. Sorcerer Chromatic and I drink some great beers. We also review them uh, during our cold brew news story. That's a short news story. Just have one story for you uh, this week. It was a slow beer news week, in my estimation. Our cold brew list is awesome. Uh, we talk about movies, and during our drunken shenanigans, we talk about music. We talk about the Hall of Fame. So yeah. Um, just so grab your favorite beer, sit back, relax, and enjoy another. Wait, hold on. Got to do the plugs. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast. All right, now it's time for another Cold Brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, and I'm here with my co-host, the only vato who could walk the yard alone, Sorcerer Chromatic. Well, thank you. How you doing this week, man? Good. In fact, oh, shoot. Pause. I, I have a story to tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that off the air. Um, so it's uh, Seis de Mayo. Um, did you do anything for Cinco de Mayo or nah? No. Um, my, my older daughter got sick. Uh, she oh. got sent home from school on Friday. Oh, so okay. we've been we've been dealing with that. And uh, something new for her is uh, it's her stomach. So she's throwing up. She really hasn't eaten a, a lot in the last, mm. you know, day. No. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's cutting into your Pedialyte then? Oh yeah, <laughs> good. I'm, you're a good dad for letting her for letting her drink your Pedialyte, your hangover juice. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't do anything either. I mean, it's Friday night, so I got to work. So, but we had fajitas at work. They they gave us free lunch, so that's cool. That's been racist. <laughs> hey, not to the Mexicans there. Like, hey, fucking free lunch. What are they yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. To them, it's just Friday. No. <laughs> right. So yeah, Fajita Friday. The, the Taco Tuesday, now Fajita Friday. Let's make it a thing. All right. All right let's get to the beer. Let's get this, this to the cerveza. So today I have in front of me from our good friends down in Huntington Beach, California. Beachwood. Ooh. Brewing Company. I have their Thrill Seeker IPA. It is a 7.1% ABV 70 IBU IB, IPA with uh, American two-row and caramalt hops. I'm sorry. <laughs> American two-row and caramalt malt. It, the word right below it is hops because it gives a hop grain right below it. Uh, the hop bill right below it. And the hop bill is Simcoe, Chinook, and Septennial. Uh, according to the the label says a daredevil combo of Simcoe, Chinook, and Centennial lays down a massive citrus and tropical hop profile. So it matters who makes your beer, they claim on their, um, on their, what do you call it? On their can. And this was, I'm just right, right at the fucking three month mark. If you want to go for the three month fresh IPA, um, shtick. It's uh, it was canned on February 6, thousand twenty-three. So without further ado, uh, Papa, what do you got? Well, I went back 
to our good friends uh, in Richmond, California. Hmm. <laughs> East Brother Beer Company. And I got their Maiba. Oh, shit. Nice. From their, their Lager Series. Very good. So, yeah. So, uh, for those of you listening closely, uh, last week I had uh, East Brothers. What did I have? Oh, th- their Doppelbach. There you go. Now I got their um, their Maybach. And on the can, a rich lager with a gentle malt sweetness and a classic noble hot balance for some fresh spicy notes. Eventually your ship comes in. East Brother Beer Company was founded by two friends, Rob and Chris. After decades of seeing the brewery take shape in their minds, they brewed countless beers in their day and always found themselves returning as inevitably as the tide to classic styles executed with precision. So East Brothers Beer Company, Richmond, California, uh, 7.0 alcohol by volume, and this is a 16-ounce can, so pop off. Now, real quick, too, for for long-time listeners and Mm -hmm. uh, people that know me, uh, a long time ago now, shoot, me and the mad scientist got to brew beer uh, with uh, the beer master at Gordon Beerch in downtown San Jose. Right. The restaurant brewery before it closed. Uh, my uh, my buddy, uh, mad scientist, won that uh, at a prize at, at one of their events. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maybach was a style we brewed. So a uh, sentimental favorite a lot. So I uh, I hold a Maybach as one of my uh, one of my more favorite style of beers because of that, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember you brewing the beer and you probably told me it was a Maybach, but thanks for reminding me. And I've always known that Maybach was one of your more favorite or more preferred styles. I didn't know that that was one of the reasons. That's kind of cool. And I don't know if you oh, know definitely this. too. And, and well, I, I'm also like a, more of a, a loggerhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Maybach is in that category. Right. Luckily for me. <laughs> And uh, um, I don't know if you knew this, but like, I've been listening since day one. That makes one of us. <laughs> All right. Um, so this Beachwood th- thrill seeker. Sorry, did that hurt? Did that hurt too much? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, uh, with a tear in my eye. All right. Uh, so this <laughs> Beachwood thrill seeker. Um, I gotta oh, go. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Get you off track. Yeah. A while ago. Well, like. Couple weeks ago, um, I listened because a few weeks prior to that, uh, uh, Rick Flair was on uh, the Joe Rogan show, mm. and they were talking stuff, and, and yeah, they brought up that clip. That's pretty funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> did, did he remember cutting that promo? Oh no, there was just some of the stuff like that that he went through. They oh, also, okay. they they actually, I think they talked to more than one with uh, when uh, like uh, Flair. I guess Flair was calling out Bischoff or whatever, and. And yeah. he was kind of like wrestling no one. Okay. And he started getting, you know, then he started taking off his pants and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. He was in the middle of the ring and he was like strutting yeah. while taking but off his like, clothes. But yeah, but like he did an elbow drop to no one there. Yeah. Like that, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, it's something they played that I didn't realize. He goes, you want a commercial now? When we come back, I'm going to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the king of promos, man. Fucking Ric Flair. I know. <laughs> so Love her. <great. laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, the, yeah, I couldn't even tell you what that promo was about. The tear in my eye. I just know that, that clip. 
just the uh, the audio clip of it. Um, I think that's when he he won the Rumble that year when his first year in WWF. Okay. And um, and that Rumble had the vacated title. That's how I think that's how he got the belt. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was saying like he, he was happy crying because he won the the belt. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. But without really crying. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Uh, so this uh, Beachwood Thrill Seeker. Back to my beer. Back to the beers. This Beachwood uh, Thrill Seeker. Um, it's not really. Uh, it's it's almost West Coast. It's 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 a little cloudy, man. I can't see my fingers through it. I can see the shades of my fingers um, when I hold it up to the light, but it is a little bit hazy. And even in the taste, you could tell it's a little bit hazy. It's not crisp. It's not. Um, it's not as dank. It's like almost you want to get to the dankiness. A little bit piney. A little bit tropical. I'm not saying it's a bad beer. But I think uh, because it is definitely not a hazy or juicy, like it's not a big, huge juice bomb or anything. So maybe that's why they classified it as a West Coast style. But it's not what I would consider a definitive West Coast IPA. I just want to get that out there. Otherwise, it's really good. It, it tastes fucking amazing. And the uh, um, it, it, it doesn't even taste like a 7.1. It tastes more like a like a, like a maybe a 5.8 or 6.0. I know it's very negligible, but... It is really easy to put down. Like I'm gonna, I'm. I know I'm gonna finish this 16 ounces before the show's over. Uh, I, I think that was my point of this whole thing. So, very good beer. Uh, definitely not a traditional West Coast. I, I have to put that out there. The how's the uh, the Maybach? Yeah, man. This is malty and sweet. Like, it, does it linger? Is it clean finish? Is it a linger? Like, what, what are you what are you getting? Yeah, like the sugar lingers in this one. Oh, okay. All right. You know what, too? Too. I didn't say it. this is like that classic brown too. It's it's not. It's not. It's not gold. It's not yellow. But it's. It's not too dark either. Okay. It's like bronze, if you will. Bronze, like an amber ale. Like a good tan. <laughs> I would, I'm, I know. I'm just. I'm teasing you with the amber ale, but. Is it like an amber color? Dark yes. copper. All right. Maybe right on. More copper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. So. uh don't forget to follow us on Untap later on. We are going to untap our beers. Search for Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for the beer news. So our first story comes to us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. From Necromancer Brewing Company. In response... To the the Bud Light controversy or the Bud Light, um, I don't know. I guess controversy is the best way to to describe it. Um, they, they came out with their I first would say recent, yeah, re- recent attention. Yeah, for the recent attention. There you go. I like that. Um, they came out with their first ever light American lager, uh, and they named it Even Gayer. <laughs> <laughs> There's, and it kind of looks like a Bud Light label, but not really. Very, uh, um, very, what do you call it? Uh, uh very reminiscent. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who did this? Necromancer Brewing. Go to their Instagram page, Necromancer Brewing. All one word. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to click a like on it. I saw it for, uh, from the Instagram post of uh, Beer is for Everyone. 
And I went there and I said, yeah. anyway, uh, Even Gayer is our first ever Light American Lager. It drops tomorrow, Friday, which was uh, May the 5th, on tap and cans to go. And we have the merch to go with it. A portion of proceeds from sales of this beer and merch go to uh, at gay for good PGH. Uh, no employees were fired in the making of this beer. So anyway, you see the can? I yeah, I didn't know gay was spelled that way. <laughs> I thought it was more gay. But, you know, I'm not an English teacher, so I don't know. Yeah. Or what, what happened to change the Y to I and add E-R? Oh, gay ear? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not an English teacher. But anyway, I thought it was I, th- I thought it was funny. I liked it. Um, Probably won't like the beer. I'm not a big light, light American lager fan. But for those of you out there, there you go. Where is Necromancer? Oh, they're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh. I'm not going out there anytime soon, so. Yeah, and. I don't know. Yeah. I said, I don't know if, if that's uh, like a beer that's going to make it out here, too. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Probably not. But they did make some waves uh, when they, because a bunch of people picked it up and reposted it on their on their Instagram. So it made waves in Instagram. For, that's probably about it. Um, I like the name Necromancer. That's uh, a person who... I, I looked it up. I know it was a person who conjures the dead, but I didn't know it was a person who conjures the dead in efforts to um, predict the future. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, more specific. Not yeah. to, you know, to bring in... bring Or conjure the dead to, uh, you know, scare or intimidate anyone, but they want to... Um, they want to uh, predict the future so they could see what's going to happen. Those are they're greedy like that. Yeah. I wonder if uh, anyone. I wonder if anyone that uh, did that to predict if Mage was going to win the Kentucky Derby. Mm. Did you watch the Kentucky Derby this year? I did. That was a pretty impressive, uh, like, uh, f- uh, turn number four run that Mage put on because he was like mid pack, like on the outside. Yeah, he definitely had some in the tank, and the, the jockey brought it out of him at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those those four or five horses were pretty much jockeying, jockeying, you know, I'm using the, your term again, but um, the the whole, pretty much the whole race, and then he, Mage came out of nowhere and just t- turned it, turned on the afterburners in the in the final stretch. It was pretty amazing. I was amazed. That's why I called it amazing. Yeah, one, one horse, uh, he got he got pushed into the rail, too. I don't know if you saw that one. Oh no! I, I, I mean, back he didn't spill. Out. He didn't yeah. spill, but he he had a rub against the rail, and he kind of uh, held back since that, or could because of it. Hey, rubbing's racing, man. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, that's that's all I have uh, for the beer news this week. Pretty uh, dead week as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm sure there's a a lot of news that out there that you uh, that you listeners have seen. If you guys see any news, uh, send it my way on Instagram or. Um. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Instagram. I was gonna say untap, but other than that, those are the only two uh, of our social media that I really check regularly. So yeah, uh, send them my way, just like uh, our buddy uh, um, <laughs> Toadman's uh, stank pictures. Thank you. All right. So you know what that means? Uh, yeah. That means it's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what you need. So let me ask you this. 
what summer blockbusters are you looking forward to this? Ooh, okay. Um, well, I saw does Super Mario Brothers count? Because I saw that. Well, is it summer and is it a blockbuster? <laughs> in my, yeah, in, in a, well, it is definitely a blockbuster. Holy shit! But um, exact words. The the one movie that I might go see is, that I'm really looking forward to is Oppenheimer, but. At the same time, I, another one I'm definitely going to have to see because my daughter wants to go see it is the Barbie movie. So those well, are the two. For me, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but I definitely want to see uh, Guardians. Oh, yeah. That came out Three. this week. Yeah. And um, the, the Machine movie that's supposed to come out. The Machine? Oh, and Yeah. That, that, that comic, that Brett Kreischer guy. Oh, oh he's in one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, you ever heard of the machine? No, no. I I know who the machine is because I I seen that that bit he does his stand up bit. Yeah. When he goes to exactly. Russia. <laughs> yeah, they made a movie out of that. Oh shit! No kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I would know if it's gonna be a blockbuster, but definitely I, I want to check it out. Yeah. The, the thing is though, it's like he's in it now, so I don't know if like like they they they, they do the the actual movie like now or he goes like because I, I saw. Some like uh, a, a a teaser, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute, is he going back? And like, he's still like, you know, not paying for drinks because of his uh, his previous adventures, or is it? Are they redoing it? You know what I mean? Like, or yeah. are they doing it? Because like, okay, well, it's in the teaser trailer. There's like a a billboard in Russia with him on it, and it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, what, how you know, like, how does that happen? So. Yeah, maybe they do uh, an older version where he goes. To Russia on uh, vacation with his wife instead of like didn't he go like after college with a bunch of kids or something like that or in high school no it was, it was no it was about he was gonna graduate and like uh, he would have got the uh, uh, the Russian minor if he did the field trip oh that's right yeah yeah I remember that now yeah <laughs> yeah you know with with the CGI and, and all the uh, um, AI effects they can make him look like a kid again. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. the Indiana Jones is gonna look a lot younger when that comes out. I get that. So with that said, I um was just thinking about how you know a lot of the superhero uh, titles and whatnot mm-hmm. um, have sequels, right? So I just want to do a list of the best superhero sequels. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do fifteen. Okay. All right. Number 15, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I would call that number... Oh, no, that's part two, right? It's three. That's three? I thought that was shit, man. That'd be that'd be in the top three for me as far as uh, superhero sequels. Holy shit, that was such a great movie. It swerved me. It was. It was. It, it was like, after rewatching it, it, it's a lot smarter than you, than you realize. Mm-hmm. It swerved me twice when I first watched it. You know, with the the initial swerve, um, with oh, yeah. the 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 kid, and then the the swerve at the end, the finale, and then and then the final scene where Michael Caine's in Italy or uh, Europe or abroad or whatever, and and sees Bruce Wayne. Fuck, man, I, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I love, I fucking love that movie. Too low. Number fourteen, X Men Two. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I like. I did like that one. I enjoyed it. I think they lost me after like three or four. I think. 
Yeah, well, here's the thing. Because the next on the list is actually on... It's actually X-Men First Class, which in my eyes is the reboot from right. the X-Men series, right? Yeah, yeah, they get yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thrown off. Although, I did like the story of X-Men 2, and X-Men First Class was a good one. Yeah. Um. Okay, number 12, and I'm going to sound like a hater. Uh, Guardians Galaxy Volume 2. Why you I hated? didn't like that one. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that one only because I liked the first one so much. Yeah. But could it be that, I, that you, you liked the first one so much because it was like a total like, whoa, I didn't know I was going to like this one. I just went because it was a Marvel movie and they were still popular at the time and you liked it more. And then by the second one came around, it was not a letdown, but it just didn't surprise you as much or it wasn't as novel. Right, I think that's the thing. Like okay. the the gimmick with Guardians was a, a little bit more comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit more uh, music oriented. Granted, right. no, so was Guardians too at that aspect. I felt um, the whole the dad thing, baby root was a little gimmicky. Oh, the baby, yeah, the baby root was definitely gimmicky. Um, I think the the whole like uh, terrible relationship with the dad thing, I think, is a, a little heavy handed. Yeah. Especially because, well, the Thanos dad too. Uh, yeah, you know, you get into that story. And but. plus, I, I like Kurt Russell. I didn't want to not like him. <laughs> right. All right, number eleven, Deadpool two. Uh, that's a great movie. I think it should be higher. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, and I, I think I remember you telling me about it, and you said you liked it because they didn't have to worry about the origin story, and he could just be like a new. It's a new story about Deadpool. Which Dead or Deadpool the first one was, you you liked him because of the character, but you had to go through the whole uh, origin part, right? And and I totally agreed. After I saw Deadpool two, I'm like, oh yeah, he's right, and I love this movie. Um, okay, here's here's where I'm confused too, because number ten is X Men Days of Future Past, which in my eyes is the first class movie sequel. Right, it should be that should be the one. Okay, all right. I don't. I, I never saw it. To be honest, I never saw it. Oh really? This is a good yeah. one. Oh okay. I liked it. Number nine, Spider Man Two. This is the Tobey Maguire Spider Man Two. Okay. And uh, to me, I, I think this one should be a little bit higher because by then, spy, like the the whole CGI and you know uh, visual stunts and effects were really dialed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that they the... really got. The Doc Ock one? Or is that part yeah. three? Oh, yeah. Dude, like when he stopped the, the L train with all the... the yeah. And he like... I, the web, yeah. It was such a great fucking... That was a good scene. And then the, the fight against Doc Ock was really fucking good. Oh, but then like out. him him like flying through buildings or like webbing objects in midair and mm-hmm. fight and, and flicking them around. Just that that was done super well and it wasn't, yep. you know, too hokey. Yeah. Totally agree, I like it. Like when he's like when he's swinging and he'll he'll like thread the needle on that like a bridge or an overpass or something. Yeah, I think by by part three it got a little bit too much because they try to throw too much at us by part three. Oh, yeah. And plus the, the 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 bad the bad Toby, <laughs> the disco Toby or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Paramount Toby. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Paramount Toby. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, Logan. 
Oh, I love that movie. It's such a great movie. Is is that a sequel? I thought that was just a standalone movie. No, I think it's a sequel only because uh, it's the Hugh Jackman logo, you know. So or okay. Logan. So it's an X Men sequel. To me, yeah, yeah. Okay. To me, it's an X Men sequel, but you you swing back to the first X Men franchise. Yeah, and it was like later on in his in his timeline. Right, and it's supposed to be a little futuristic. Yeah. It was, yeah, because they had those, uh, um, those what do you call it? They didn't have uh, truck drivers. They had autonomous uh, cargo containers driving around. <laughs> I remember that. Right. And then he was a little more driver, and his his limo was a little bit like advanced looking. Yeah, yeah, not too much. He wasn't like Jetson flying around, but it was, yeah, it was like a concept limo. There you go. All right, number seven, uh, Spider Man No Way Home. I still haven't seen this one. I heard it's good. I just don't have access to see it yet. So I don't want to talk about it. Same. Same. And I believe it. Uh, you know, all the the critics and everything. Or not critics, but a lot, a lot of the user uh, ratings were really good. Really high on that one. Um, number, number six, Avengers Endgame. I, I liked... I liked all, all like I, I like the MCU. I'm, I'm a big fan. I just I I was expecting a little bit more of Endgame because you know the final act turned him into like you know what the the different search parties to find the stones right. And although the the final battle, I thought it was done well. Just that that little phase to get there with the with the time jumping that that to me I thought that could have been done better. Or that should have been something else. Yeah, I thought. It, you know, I get it. it yeah. I get it. It's already material they're working with, but mm-hmm. still. I thought Infinity War was better of the two because it was a two-part, you know, uh, movie or like battle or war, or whatever you want to call it. If I thought Infinity War was way better than the End Game. Uh, don't get me wrong, I liked End Game, but there was a lot of set pieces, and you and I talked about it uh, when it came out after we saw it. That I thought I thought it would have been. You know, remember because like all the women did that one pose right right before they attacked the, uh, Thanos, yeah. and then even all yeah. the guys did the one pose like the the comic book poster pose. I thought that was kind of hokey, and and so it to its detriment. That's what a couple of the things and and what you said as well also kind of pulled it down for me anyway. But then again, this is a sequel, and I guess Infinity War was the the first one. I don't know. Because MCU, you, you could, you could say Iron Man was one the first movie in the MCU, and everything after that was a sequel. Yeah, I I could agree with that too. Because like, yeah, chronologically, like it, it's the, uh, the there's Avengers, then the Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and then there's um, well, it would be uh, um, Infinity, and mm-hmm. then Endgame. And you could even but, throw like. Uh, captain america civil war in there right well that's the thing because technically civil war is a captain america movie yeah mm-hmm. although it's all avengers so <laughs> right. yeah but what i'm saying when i agreeing with you but by the time it gets to that level it, it's all just one huge uh story universe the mcu <laughs> yeah. all right what's next um ragnarok Oh, that, Ragnarok. I like that one. That was a fun one, man. Yeah, I like that one too. So great. Uh, number four. Speaking of which, Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> and I'll agree because Spidey's in it. 
<laughs> right. Oh yeah, that was when yeah. The the uh is was that the one where they gave the the permission? Sony gave the permission to use Spidey in an, in the MCU? Yeah. Okay. Um and then three Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, okay. Again, okay. we we like that mm-hmm. uh, one. Number two, um, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, you know, I when that when that one came out, I considered it, you know, Avengers one point five, you know, because uh, it wasn't all of them, but there was enough in there is, to make it interesting. You is, know what I mean? is Winter Soldier the one where uh, Captain America and Bucky and Iron Man had that fight, <clears throat> the three way fight? No. Oh, okay. Iron Man's not Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, all right. But you or was that one of the the Civil Wars, the one where there, it was just three of them fighting in that foundry or that factory or whatever. That was an awesome fight. But I guess uh, I yeah, that was that, that was Civil War. Right. Okay, all right. My bad. And then number one on the list and in our hearts, the Dark Knight. Oh, nice! Very cool. That was the, the original, right? Well, the Christian Bell. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Michael Keaton, damn it. <laughs> Where's Batman Forever? <laughs> Where's Superman 2? Hey, Superman 2 was great. Uh, maybe, maybe it's in the top 20. Hey, are there any that, that are missing from, from this list? That, that you, the suit as far as super superhero sequels i mean i like the other spider-man too the um the um what do i want to say was it far from home there was homecoming and far from home you 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 mentioned far from home on your list no that was no way home oh no way home maybe maybe it was far everything has to do with home with fucking spider-man yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Far From Home 16, Age of Ultron is 17. Um Doctor Strange is 20. Ooh, Batman Returns 21. I throw that one a little bit higher. Hmm. Superman 2 is 25. Iron Man two, wait, Iron Man 2 is 26. Iron Man 3 is 27. 2 was crap. Yeah, yeah, and 3 wasn't that much better either. Wakanda Forever is 30. I, I liked it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to reshuffle a few to, to get it up to the top 10, but I could see that being a top 10. So there's there's no old school Superman in there? I said 25. Oh, you said Superman. 25. I, I missed that. I'm, my bad. I no, thought Superman you said, 2 is 25. Okay. I thought you said Spider-Man 2 for some reason. My bad. I wasn't paying to clear out the cotton from my ears. Well... You finally stop paying attention to your own show. <laughs> finally stop listening after after seven yeah. something years. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Are you gonna go see Guardians? You said you're gonna go see Guardians, right? I'm gonna try to swing it. Oh, maybe next year on this list, uh the Spider-Man in the multiverse part two. Oh yeah, that one's coming out too. Ooh, that one I think that one comes out when we're in Firestone. Oh, that we okay. All right. Definitely want to check that out. I I was surprised by the first one and I didn't see it until like maybe a year and a half after the first one came out, what, like in 2018 or 19 or something like that. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I, uh, 
Yeah, I, I like it. I like, I like the the story. I like the soundtrack. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the, I like the game, the Miles Morales Spider Man game. That was fun. Yeah, the, the, there's going to be a new one coming out too. Oh, when's the, speaking of uh, um, video games and superhero sequel video games? Uh, is there going to be a new Arkham coming out anytime soon? I thought there was. No, I mean uh, they have a uh, Gotham Knights right now. Oh, have you have you tried it? I'm playing the, yeah, I'm playing that one slowly. No, no, I'll let it video game time. I know, right? Because you have the the two small yeah. kids. Don't worry, man. You, you'll you'll get you'll get time. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I see I see it right now for PS5 Gotham Knights. It looks more cartoonish. Yeah. No, it, it it's 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 challenging. Oh, okay. Yeah, I you could be Nightwing, yeah. you could be Robin, you could be uh Batgirl, or you could be uh Red Hood. Oh, okay, yeah. Well just from the cover. You know, don't judge a game by its cover, I guess. Definitely. All right. Thanks, man. What a great list. Uh how's your beer treating you? Good, almost gone. Same here, man. I told you I, I, I might finish it, but I purposely like slowed down because I wanted to get to the end of the podcast. <laughs> so we're going to rate our beers right now on Untapped. So here I'm going to Untapped and search Cold Brew Podcast. But right now, you had by, I remember East Brothers. Yeah. They're Maybach. See, I remember this time. I listen every once in a while, motherfucker. Um, all right. Uh, what would you like to rate this beer at? I gotta give this one a four as well. Ooh, a straight up four. Nice. Um, what are your notes you'd like to leave on it? Uh, multi. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. And balanced. Ooh, and balanced. That's important, man. Even though it's malty and sweet, it's still balanced. That's that's hard to pull off. It's very hard to pull off. Um, it has an overall rating right now, 3.8. So we gave it the cold brew bump. All right, so I like this Beechwood Thrill Seekers. Um, I kind of want to give it like a 4.3, but I'm going to give it a, a, a little knock for not being a clear West Coast IPA. I think that that's important to me anyway, in my estimation. I'm going to give it a 4.1. So here, let me look it up real quick. It is Beach Wood Thrill. Will the Thrill. Oh, here, there it is. Thrill Seeker. Oh, so overall rating of 3.99. One of our friends have rated it. At 4.25. Let me see what the friend. Oh, Hefe. Hefe gave it a 4.25. Uh, Aztec 77 checked in, but he did not give it a uh, a rating. Oh, he checked in June 1st, 2019. Um, I'm making. I'm gonna hazard a guess. He had it at Firestone Walker in 2019. Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival. What do you, What do you think? Yeah, I think that was my first uh, Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival because of the following two years. Remember, they were canceled because of COVID. Right. Yeah. Wait, I, how many have you been to? Uh, just two, two or three. Two. Oh, just two. Okay. Yeah, 2019. Then we had to wait two years, and then 2022. 
Or I guess we have to wait three years. Like, well, we they canceled two years in a row. Okay. Um. Here we go. Uh. So yeah, four point one. I'm gonna say it is murky and citric. And check in. All right. Um, I kind of wanted to, I, so you and I didn't, uh, discuss it before. And I was going to ask you about, um, summer blockbuster or not summer blockbusters. Oh yeah. Summer blockbusters. Cause there's uh, uh, a lot of, I think this year there's more blockbusters coming out than last year. Um, as far as planned, uh, you know, as yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I think they spaced them out better this year. There they might not be more, but there's, they spaced them out better last year or this year than last year. So you kind of already went, went over that. Um, but so I guess my backup, a question I was going to ask you, did, did you hear, or do you even care about who gets inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame? Well, yes and no. Okay. I mean, there's a, I know there's a, always going to be snubs and, People talk about this and that. Um, so I don't follow it enough to uh, to do criteria. And in fact, I should I kind of have like a um, I think a little too logical or practical uh, resolution. It just like you know look at sales. You know, yeah. sales either by year or career wise. I mean that that should tell you right there. You know what I mean? All right, so I'm gonna just go down the list. If we don't have to, I, I'm sorry, I'm stepping on your toes on this one as far as list category. But I just want to get your your um, your take on on uh, all these people. Definitely should they're famous enough to be in there. But like uh, I, everyone has their own opinion. But I, so I'm just gonna go through the list, and you tell me what you think about the band, your own personal um, take on the band. All right, uh, the Spinners. I'll be around. <laughs> yeah, great, man. Uh, classic, right? I don't know about legendary, but definitely classic band. Yeah. Um, Shell Crow. Um, I think yeah. See, yeah, I think she's successful enough to be in there. Mm-hmm. Now, is she like rock? That's the question too. Is like, is she rock and roll? <laughs> no, no. But is she country? Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, country or, or country pop or whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. successful enough to be. Uh, like an all-time musician great yeah there okay all right i i agree she has enough hits and she has enough fans and a lot of uh um, influence maybe not innovative but definitely influential in, in a lot of hey, aspects. the question is yeah let me ask you this right now because i i don't know too much about the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. but i've been there who is the who's the who's the coco beware of the rock and roll hall of fame? <laughs> that's a good question i'm gonna find out i'll find <laughs> out for you oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go through my 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 pictures I took. Um, Kate Bush. See, I I don't know enough about him. Her. At the same time, well, even better. <laughs> I think it's recency Wait, bias. Yeah, you're you're a little choppy. But okay. Yeah. Well, you know that that's the thing though too. It's like um, you could have a minimum. Yeah, like what, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? In yeah. in the music realm, that that's that's not that's not a. a anything out of the ordinary considering you know Earl Smith is finally doing their last tour uh <laughs> so again this is a good example I've never heard of this artist however their uh catalog and uh sales could prove me 
uh, will not prove me wrong, but could just demonstrate someone who's still worthy. Yeah, well, Kate Bush, she, she I say recency bias because they played her song on Stranger Things and it went to number one, that Running Up That Hill song, and which I didn't think was a great song. I don't think she's has a niche fan base. I don't know if I consider her Hall of Fame. That's the only bullshit I call on this whole list. Like the other ones, well, maybe Missy Elliott because she's, she's on the list too. I don't know how she got in to the rock and roll. I know they have a hip-hop section, but Missy Elliott? She does have sales, though. Yeah. Does she, though? I mean... She has airplay. Yeah, okay, airplay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the the rest on the list, you're, you're, I think you'll totally agree. Uh, George Michael? Yeah. Uh, next one is uh, Willie Nelson? Oh, T-Bone Willie. <laughs> and uh, the last one on the list, that should have been there, like, years ago. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Okay, I agree with them. Um... Yeah, see, and that's the thing. It kind of sucks that, like, George Michael's uh, passed away already, too. Yeah, posthumous or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And maybe a couple of the spinners have, have also died, too. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but you could put some platters up there. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's, a like, a, a bunch of, like, um, not also ran, but um, Lifetime Achievement Awards. Like, DJ Cool Herc uh, got the mu- Musical Influence Award, and so did Link Ray. Uh, Musical Excellence Award, Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Toppin. He was the co-writer of a lot of Elton John songs. And then the Ahmet Ertegun Award. Yeah, I think he was the CEO of Atlantic Records, uh, the Ertegun guy. Anyway, uh, Don Cornelius got it, and he died. I know he died, the Soul Train uh, MC. Yeah, he died a while ago, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to to throw that out there, because I've been there. I could have spent, I only spent two hours there, which was like... Like ten hours too short for me, man. I could have I could have spent all day there, but whatever. I had a good time there. Um, and if you ever get out to Cleveland, uh, number one, my condolences. Number two, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and go to the Christmas a Christmas Story House. Word. All right, that's all I got uh, this week. You got anything you want to bring up? No. Cool. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next time. And we put it in your ear no matter who you are. The words come, the words from our people's come first. The words come, the words from our people's come first. My people's come first.